Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 23rd. This is episode 942. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm going to give you a quick shot in the arm from the word of God, and we're going to encourage each other today because guess what? God is still at work. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So, wow, I hope you guys had a great Monday. Uh, This is new for me, this whole like everyday podcasting thing. But I have had a travel season that's been kind of turned up on its head. There's a couple of places that I'm still going and very excited about that. And just basically, I know now for sure that the Lord is doing a new thing. And one of the new things that he's been doing is encouraging me in my podcasting because I'm here more. Uh, The Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center is open for those of you who are in the Portland, the greater Portland, Vancouver area. Uh, We hope you guys will come out and check us out. Every Monday through Wednesday, we're open at 10 o'clock in the morning and we're open until 4 p.m. We give tours of the Resource Center daily at 11 a.m. So I know a lot of you are considering homeschooling. And uh, I know that the schools are on fire. That's for sure happening. So if you're considering homeschooling and you need some help, please come by, check out the Homeschool Resource Center. Uh, I will be teaching beginning homeschooling, all about homeschooling. Several of those classes are coming up and I will link back to them in the show notes today, or you can find us at Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center on Facebook. So I hope you guys will check it out. So I have been working on the working quite a bit actually lately. I had about a I would say a four week uh, struggle, a real struggle with discouragement, a real struggle with depression, and I know because I have been. Uh, depressed before. I told you guys, a lot of you have heard my story of coming uh, to the Lord and how God has really helped me with anxiety and discouragement and depression. And about maybe it's six weeks ago, I'd say I really started just looking around going, this is bananas. Like this is the world's on fire. And the more I thought about it, the more frustrated I became. And eventually that spirit of confusion and frustration really felt crippling to me and overwhelming. And so I took a little bit of time and my husband did too, just really seeking the Lord, like, Lord, what do you want us to do? What does it look like to walk with you in the age of the Rona and to not feel overwhelmed by what's happening around me? And the Lord began to just encourage me through his word. And I'm feeling a whole lot better. I don't think anything around me necessarily is better. Uh, Certainly not improving, you know, in terms of uh, who we've got ruling over us here in Washington state. And actually it just kind of gets more bizarre every single day. There's a, a woman who's not that far actually from the homeschool resource center who opened before the emperor told her to, she is now facing criminal charges because she is a dog groomer and she cut some dog hair. So still a whole lot of crazy things happening, still a lot of rioting, a lot of looting. I don't even recognize uh, Portland, Oregon anymore, but you know what I do recognize? I recognize God's spirit at work in his people. And uh, I went to bed a couple of weeks ago, just whispering, God help us. And I know a lot of you are in that place right now. And I tossed and I turned as I struggled to fall asleep. And like a lot of you guys, I was trying to let go of the images of the day, right? The riots, the lawlessness, the cowardly politicians publicly yielding to anarchists and communists and criminals in the name of, quote, reconciliation, right? I'm frustrated with the state of the church, very frustrated with the state of what I see pastors uh, yielding really to a spirit of fear. And people need spiritual eyes 
uh, if we're going to see what's going on, because the struggle that we're facing right now uh, around the world and particularly here in Western culture is spiritual at its roots. And uh, spiritual problems need spiritual solutions. You can't fix, you can't fight a spiritual uh, war using a carnal weapon or using a worldly weapon. And so Paul was very good at rooting out spiritual problems. He reminded us in Ephesians 6 that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but an adversary as old as time itself. I watched a video on Instagram uh, last week, I think it is, of a woman going into CHOP, into the zone formerly known as CHAZ in Seattle, where really uh, it looks like Woodstock there, right? I mean, so much weed, uh, so much rebellion. I, it's amazing to me. They've got their list out there of things they want you to bring them, you know, cigarettes and ice and things like that. And uh, I watched this woman step out into the fray and begin to speak the truth that it is the gospel that we need to be speaking right now. We need to speak the gospel because the gospel is what heals us. The gospel is what brings reconciliation. And as she was speaking the name of Jesus uh, in the city formerly known as Chaz, this man came up to her clearly possessed by a demon. I mean, his, his tongue was literally flapping out of his mouth, not saying anything even coherent. But every time she said the word Jesus, he would screech. And I was watching with my husband. I said, this is the spirit that we are dealing with. And you, we, we will not win fighting this in a fleshly manner. It must be fought on the spiritual realms. We must be in the spirit all the time. You guys, the enemy wants us distracted by temporal things. He wants us to hate each other. He hopes that we're going to try to fix this from a position of worldly strength. And he banks on the fact that we'll continue to grasp for worldly wisdom, because the adversary knows that this problem needs more than what the wisest, most woke person will have to offer. All right. So if we keep looking for to men for the answer, we might win a skirmish here or there, but ultimately we'll lose the big battle, which is the one for our nation. We'll lose the big battle for the hearts and minds of the people around us. And we are going to lose unless God intervenes. And I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones. We need a move of God. So God, please help. This was the last thing I said as I fell asleep uh, the other night. Please help. Please help. I am so thankful for God's promise of new morning mercies. And as I woke the next day, the Lord reminded me of a precious promise. And I'm going to remind you of his promise right now. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing. In Jeremiah 32, 27, God said, I am the Lord, the God of all the people of the world. Is anything too hard for me? Anything. This means nothing is too hard for him. Nothing is too hard. Not riots, not lawless leaders, not those with evil intent, not evil leaders. God is our hope. Listen, you guys, I love this nation. I don't know if you have figured that out yet. (laughs) I love this nation. I'm the girl who cries when the national anthem plays. But what's more important to remember right now is that God loves the nation more than any of us ever will. God loves people. He loves nations. God's love is fierce, and so is his justice. He sees what's happening. And as I've said many times, this nation and our world is ripe for judgment, but it is also ripe for revival. So, Father, I want to thank you today that you can be trusted. Thank you that you see what's going on around us and that you're listening to our prayers. 
Lord, we're waiting for you. We're waiting for your answer. We're ready to obey your call. And I ask, Lord, that you would stir the hearts of each person listening to this today, that we would call our brothers and sisters and invite them to come over and physically gather together for prayer. Open the doors of our churches. Father, I ask that your people would begin to gather publicly in fields and city squares and public spaces to cry out to you. Father, let us not be ashamed to call your name out loud for the world to hear. Jesus, today, I declare that it has begun. Nothing is too hard for you. Revive us, Lord. Let us live to see a move of God so powerful that it cannot be denied. You can do it, Father. We know you can because you've said that nothing is impossible for you. Father, we thank you for your promise in Psalm 73 that our health may fail and our spirits might grow weak, but you remain the strength of our hearts. You are ours forever. And we thank you for that, Lord, in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. If you're listening today and you need prayer, can I just encourage you? You can find me at Mom Strong International. You can actually join that community of women there. We are praying for each other every day. And uh, I hope that as this continues to play out, no matter where you are in your walk with the Lord, that you'd begin to come to the Lord to uh, come on your faces before the Lord and trust him that he's got the whole world in his hands. He has this situation in his hands, the Lord of heaven's armies, who does not slumber and does not sleep. And he is aware of everything that's going on. He is El Roy, the God who sees, Jehovah Jireh, your provider, El Rapha, the God who heals. God is not unaware. And so continue to cry out to him, continue to thank him for what he's done and for what he will do, because God is on his throne and he can be trusted. I appreciate you guys listening. As always, if you would leave reviews for the podcast over at iTunes or any platform where podcasts can be listened to, we would really appreciate that. We're trying something new here, just coming out with a new podcast every single day. So it's challenging for me, but it's also very, very exciting because I am really, really enjoying uh, working with you and uh, enjoying and thankful for the platform that God has given me. So we're praying for you. We love you. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us thoughts and uh, questions for Mailbox Monday at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com. Because the gospel is what heals us. The gospel is what brings reconciliation. And as she was speaking the name of Jesus uh, in the city formerly known as Chaz, this man came up to her clearly possessed by a demon. I mean, his, his tongue was literally flapping out of his mouth, not saying anything even coherent. But every time she said the word Jesus, he would screech. And I was watching with my husband. I said, this is the spirit that we are dealing with. And we will not win fighting this in a fleshly manner. It must be fought on the spiritual realms. We must be in the spirit all the time. You guys, the enemy wants us distracted by temporal things. He wants us to hate each other. He hopes that we're going to try to fix this from a position of worldly strength. And he banks on the fact that we'll continue to grasp for worldly wisdom because the adversary knows that this problem needs more than what the wisest, most woke person will have to offer. 
All right. So if we keep looking for to men for the answer, we might win a skirmish here or there, but ultimately we'll lose the big battle, which is the one for our nation. We'll lose the big battle for the hearts and minds of the people around us. And we are going to lose unless God intervenes. And I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones. We need a move of God. So God, please help. This was the last thing I said as I fell asleep uh, the other night. Please help. Please help. I am so thankful for God's promise of new morning mercies. And as I woke the next day, the Lord reminded me of a precious promise. And I'm going to remind you of his promise right now. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing. In Jeremiah 32, 27, God said, I am the Lord, the God of all the people of the world. Is anything too hard for me? Anything. This means nothing is too hard for him. Nothing is too hard. Not riots, not lawless leaders, not those with evil intent, not evil leaders. God is our hope. Listen, you guys, I love this nation. I don't know if you have figured that out yet. (laughs) I love this nation. I'm the girl who cries when the national anthem plays. But what's more important to remember right now is that God loves the nation more than any of us ever will. God loves people. He loves nations. God's love is fierce, and so is his justice. He sees what's happening. And as I've said many times, this nation and our world is ripe for judgment, but it is also ripe for revival. So Father, I want to thank you today that you can be trusted. Thank you that you see what's going on around us and that you're listening to our prayers. Lord, we're waiting for you. We're waiting for your answer. We're ready to obey your call. And I ask, Lord, that you would stir the hearts of each person listening to this today, that we would call our brothers and sisters and invite them to come over and physically gather together for prayer. Open the doors of our churches. Father, I ask that your people would begin to gather publicly in fields and city squares and public spaces to cry out to you. Father, let us not be ashamed to call your name out loud for the world to hear. Jesus, today, I declare that it has begun. Nothing is too hard for you. Revive us, Lord. Let us live to see a move of God so powerful that it cannot be denied. You can do it, Father. We know you can because you've said that nothing is impossible for you. Father, we thank you for your promise in Psalm 73 that our health may fail and our spirits might grow weak, but you remain the strength of our hearts. You are ours forever. And we thank you for that, Lord, in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. If you're listening today and you need prayer, can I just encourage you? You can find me at MomStrong International. You can actually join that community of women there. We are praying for each other every day. And uh, I hope that as this continues to play out, no matter where you are in your walk with the Lord, that you'd begin to come to the Lord to uh, come on your faces before the Lord and trust him that he's got the whole world in his hands. He has this situation in his hands, the Lord of heaven's armies, who does not slumber and does not sleep. And he is aware of everything that's going on. He is El Roy, the God who sees, Jehovah Jireh, your provider, El Rapha, the God who heals. God is not unaware. And so continue to cry out to him, continue to thank him for what he's done and for what he will do, because God is on his throne and he can 
be trusted. I appreciate you guys listening. As always, if you would leave reviews for the podcast over at iTunes or any platform where podcasts can be listened to, we would really appreciate that. We're trying something new here, just coming out with a new podcast every single day. So it's challenging for me, but it's also very, very exciting because I am really, really enjoying uh, working with you and uh, enjoying and thankful for the platform that God has given me. So we're praying for you. We love you. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us thoughts and uh, questions for Mailbox Monday at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.